All right, it is Thursday, May 13th. Welcome everyone to Living Room Sports Talk. Carol Coley, Zach Rothenberg, got the great Chad Catch, but roll along here. Look at this. I feel like not a whole lot of energy in my voice. We got our ass kicked in softball last night. Um, yeah, and, and I don't know why. I guess BJ Baldwin must have a fan base in the central time zone because it was an 8-15 first pitch. So, um, yeah, so, you know, you get done that game at like 9.30. You know, you're, you're done meeting with the media and showering and stuff, and you get done at like 10.30, and you don't get back to, you know, your mansion until midnight. But, uh, you know, right? That, that's the dream. Uh, we, got, we got smacked around. We lost. Well, we got to run for every inning because we, it was like almost like covering a spread because we were the non-competitive team. Uh, like in this land, basically put all the teams in like the different like competitive levels together. So if you were like in the bottom level, like gave you like runs, and we lost, we lost fourteen to uh, nine, but we got seven insurance runs. So we lost fourteen to anyway. All right, let's let's get to the show. We got a good show for everyone tonight, you know. Let's yeah. So um, I guess to that point because I know we obviously had a lot of posting and stuff. So we were gonna have Myron mix it on tonight, um, but then obviously with everything with Keto Barbecue and their book. Um, we're just going to reshuffle the times and dates and stuff. So stick to social media for all the updates on that. Um, but to that point real quick, guys, uh, we can talk football. We got a lot of football to talk about tonight. I feel like, right. Like kind of bread and butter for the show. You know, I feel like it's like, that's kind of where our, I feel like our, our talents, if you will lie. Um, but obviously the NFL schedule released as, as I was, you know, getting kicked around. Um, but yeah. Uh, you guys excited? You know, you feel pretty good about the schedule being released. Yeah, it's like I feel like the draft and then the schedule release, and then it just builds up all the excitement, you know, leading up into the to the year to come. It feels like it's right around the corner, but in reality, it's like three, four months away. But uh, helps keeps helps keeps helps keep us engaged. Can't talk tonight um, in the offseason, so just super excited. Absolutely, I'm interested to see what a week fourteen buy feels like. It's just Oof. unbelievable. I've never like I, obviously adding a game. Um, add some extra nuances into the scheduling, but week 14 seems like almost counterintuitive. Like you're almost going a full season worth of games without a break, but we'll see what happens. I know it is bizarre. And it's funny to that point. I know this is normally the spot, spot in the show. We'd be like, Oh, let's start with the show with clickbait. Um, but I feel like this is a tradition every year. Well, first of all, we'll make the point of this, I guess, in just a second, but um, but generally, I feel like the NFL in the last, I don't know, you guys correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like it's about the last few, like five years, 10 years, the NFL's more five, that the NFL has really tried to almost leave a little bit of a footprint in the schedule being released. Now, that's right, it's like an event, kind of a holiday, if you will. And with that comes, oh, we have Chat Cook and all those in the room fan. How you doing tonight? Look at that. We got to get, I want to hear from the chat tonight, too, especially uh, with all, like, all the different fans we have. Uh, but to that point, you know, I feel like with this whole new holiday, this make-believe holiday, if you will, the next day it's every article under the sun is – like, look at this. Like, I pulled one up for, for WIP, Chad. You'll love this. It says, like, John Ritchie Eagles could easily go 0-7 to start the season. No, no, stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> like, it's it's stupid. And, and it's not just – I'm not even just taking it from the, the generic take of you never know what's going on, but it's like right, there's injuries. You don't know if Sirianni's going to be a co- good coach. Like, it's just so stupid. We're so far, like, it, like it, it, it's a one-day league, and it's a one-play. It's the amount of these games that are determined by a moment, a play. It's like, you can't just say that and write articles in May and say that there's, this is going to be the record, you know? Yeah. It, you got it, Zach. No, I was going to say, yeah, it's just a ton of speculation. Uh, it's nice to, you know, get excited and run through and try to figure it out, but it's all, at the end of the day, it's pointless, so. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I understand it a thousand percent for talk shows like, you know, I mean, even a podcast like us or just any, you know, radio talk show because you you can only talk about baseball um, and the NBA is, depending on if your team is going to make the playoffs or not, same for the NHL. It's kind of that weird time of the year um, where you don't have all that much to talk about. So it makes sense for those type of shows, but... I don't know, to write an article, to put that stuff into writing, and and uh, it just it makes no sense to me because these same people will quite literally write a completely different article when we get into training camp and, and start to see what, what these teams shape out to be. Um, so it's, yeah, it's just it's fugazi, fugazi. We got a rookie in the chat there, Cookie. Yeah. You're so right, Chad. I mean, I, I, exactly. It's like, just speaking in hyperbole in May, that's all it is. Yeah. 
I was also thinking that uh, this might be a little different for fantasy this year. We might have 14 regular season games now instead of 13, right? Because there's an extra extra week added. Mm. Dude, you're playing chess. I'm still in the checkers. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, that's right. Yeah, I guess it would be. No, it's just stupid thoughts late at night when I'm thinking about all my draft picks I traded away. So it's all right. Dude, you're, you're, you got it. Okay, Gibson's going to be a good pick. Well, you know, I, don't, I don't have a second round pick or a third round pick. So it's all right. It's all right. you know. Hey, you got two rings. Now, um, but let me ask you this. Looking back on, on the on the release, like first of all, did you guys like watch it? Like, was it like were, did your night? You know, I mean, was it Wednesday night? I mean, like, did your night tailor around watching the schedule release or like no? I mean, <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> like I said on uh, Monday's show, the schedule release means absolutely nothing to me whether the Eagles are uh, projected to be a great team or, um, you know, a bad team. Uh, because until the season starts, I pretty much talk every game up to a loss anyway. So <laughs> it doesn't matter. We're playing when. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't watch it either. Um, so no, I mean, I feel like the that's like not something you need to see live. I feel like you know like you're gonna get the news alert on your phone. It's gonna be the same t- the next day as it is at eight o'clock last night. So no, I didn't well, watch it. Well, okay, so to that point, you get like you're like you were saying, Zach, and I was in the same boat. You get the alert on your phone, right? The Giants release their schedule, the Eagles release their schedule, the Packers release their schedule. Um, so you pull it up. It's almost like you know you're a kid on Christmas. You run down the stairs. Like what? What? Are, like what are you looking for under the tree? Like big presents, a lot of presents, like like a big a, a particular shape of a present you wanted. Like same thing with like the schedule, right? Like you look at the schedule. Like are you looking at like primetime games? You're looking at holidays. You're looking at when the bye week is. Like obviously you're looking at all those things in some capacity, but like. When you kind of grab it, putting it on the spot, like what, what's kind of the first few things you're thinking of, like that you're, you're itching to find out about the schedule? Yeah, the uh, first thing that I look at is the bye weeks. I feel like you know, like for example, like Chad said, it's like a week fourteen bye. Like, are, are you serious? Like you, you don't want your your bye week to be. I feel like you don't want it to be like week twelve or thirteen or, or later, and then you don't want it to be super early either. So it's like to me, that's like super important. But we've seen teams have success either way. Like the Bucks were a week thirteen bye week last year, for example. Uh. So. So we've seen teams be successful either way, but like, I don't know, to me, I think that's super important. That's the first thing that I look at. Yeah. Um, I, I would say normally it's prime time. Uh, Eagles only getting two this year is, is pretty, you know, on par for um, the year that they're expected to have. But um, it, it is always fun when you're the, you're in that grouping of teams like the Packers where you, you're leading the league with uh, five um, because, the great thing about it is that means you only have – you you have five to start, but if you're an elite team in this league, like the last like two or three weeks of the year, you're going to be playing on primetime anyway. So like five ultimately means seven. Um, so it's, you know, it's it's something fun to look at. Yeah, and I've all with the chats at two of the Packers on Christmas. That's the one thing, I, you know, it's why I have like a million notes off of the schedule, which I think was probably my favorite part of the release. It's just that there's actually a lot of cool little narratives that you can pull out of it. And one being that, I think it's cool, you know, especially when, when um, Christmas falls on like a Friday, a Thursday, a, mo- a Monday, a Sunday, a Saturday, right? Like you can you can squeeze games in there. Uh, so I think it's um, – it's uh, is it Colts-Cardinals? Is that the night game? It's it's Browns pa- Packers is the four thirty uh, Eastern I guess um, it's like Christmas afternoon game but I think it's Colts Cardinals I think um, sure <laughs> sure yeah, yeah nothing like <laughs> well, we have time to find out eventually we'll, we'll eventually get to, to Christmas but uh, but no I, I think uh, it's fun right like there's little wrinkles and stuff um, and I'm looking down too it's like it's hard to analyze what a good matchup is in May too. You know, right. You look at these things and you want to say something's going to be a good matchup. But like I said, like someone could be hurt. Like for example, what if Tom Brady gets hurt week one, then all of a sudden that, that new England game, probably just tickets are like $1,300, like the average ticket right now for that return. would <laughs> be crazy. But it's, I mean, also the same point, like even if Tom Brady doesn't get hurt, I don't, I'm not so sure it's going to be a competitive game anyway. Like it's going to be cool. With Tom Brady making his return, but I, they're just so much better than the Patriots are. So I don't. I, I, as a Patriots fan, I feel like you're really only paying that money to just see Tom Brady again. Like I, I don't. I could be wrong, but I, I would venture to say they're going to be heavy underdogs in their own building. 
Yeah, I, I would think so as well. I mean, literally the only reason why that I would tune into that game, and this is what's great about like fantasy football, is if, if you have a fantasy player, if you're going against someone, like you're going to watch it for that reason, you know? So, but yeah, I I agree. It's not too enticing to me. I was <laughs> kind of wondering what, about the week, the first game, the opening game on Thursday night, the Bucks and the Cowboys. I thought that was an interesting. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I'll say it's kind of almost like stitches all together. So I, I, I pulled up a graphic to that everyone can see on the show. Um, for the video folks, that is. Um, but basically, like, it details, like, what are all the Thursday night games in, like, one column, and, like, what are all the Sunday night football games in another column? What are all the Monday night football games in another column? What are the international games? What are the Christmas games? It is Colts and Cardinals, by the way, that Christmas game. Uh, and then what are the Thanksgiving games? Which is pretty cool. It kind of breaks down, like, all the, the specialty games, if you will. Um, and to your point, Zach, obviously being in the, the upper left-hand corner, the, the first of the, the Thursday night games at the Dallas uh, Tampa game. It's funny though, Chad. I, I think about you all the time, saying how like the, the, Dallas, the only team that will always will never have to play a road game on a Thursday on short rest ever, ever. Do they get one this year, or, or are we just in our normal phase well, of life? Let me see if they play. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, because they do the thing after uh, Thanksgiving again. Hmm. Gotcha. Well, yeah. yeah. That's that's Dallas for you. Did you notice they didn't do a uh, a doubleheader on Monday night for Week One this year? I missed that. I missed that. Mm. I well, liked I, that. I kind of liked it as well. Yeah, I don't know. I I could do without it. Like I just always feel like that one of those two games sucks. Like it, it's it's never it's always it's, never, it's like, always Chargers Broncos or Raiders Chargers or Raiders Broncos. It's always yeah, but, one of those three teams are like playing each other. Yeah, but I'm not even saying, like, that game is always the one that sucks. I'm just saying one of those two just seems to suck. So, I'm not, like, just just make it one. It's, all we need is one game. I don't know, Chad. What <laughs> about that? See, see, the way I look at it is they're almost like, let me like pull up a week one matchup real quick. It's like, oh, uh... I got one. Let's say like Vikings Bengals is like all of a sudden another Monday night game. It's like that's fun. You know what I mean? That's yeah. one o'clock on Fox. So it's like no one's gonna watch that. We'll live vicariously through red zone per usual in the game like that. But that would be kind of fun, <laughs> you know? Be kind of fun having that like the, the nine o'clock game. It's like, oh, that's like you know, the I um kind of snazzes it up. Speak, speaking of red zone, um, I forgot to mention this because I had a little hiatus from draft on until Monday. Um, but Sorry, at well, the draft, <laughs> at the draft, Scott Hansen was one of the like um, in. I guess it's not even in stadium. Like I was going to say in stadium host, but like one of the hosts like on the stage, um, in between picks, like announced, like you know, talking to the crowd, all that, all that kind of stuff. And I was on a break, so I was eating lunch and just kind of watching it. And I like heard Hansen's voice, and like immediately, I like. Like, that's the kind of stuff that makes me feel football being back. Like, hearing that man's oh, voice, yeah. mm. I, like, looked up and I was like, holy, sh-, you know, he's wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing this man in some pants. Like, this is great. Oh, my God. I thought you were, did you talk to him at all? Did I talk to him? Mm-hmm. No, I did not. I did not. I did not go up to the stage and talk to him, but. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. From, from afar. That's still pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um. And to that point, like, just looking at, I mean, I'm, like, looking, it's like, oh, like, what are some eye candy games? I, the only, the games I kind of pull out of these, right, are, like, return games, like Brady coming to New England, whether even if he was hurt, like, he'll obviously be there. Like, uh, you know, week one, Jared Goff going to L.A., um, you know, Burrow and Lawrence, I think it's, like, week four. Now, that sounds like a perfect Thursday night game right there. Bro and Lawrence, I actually I'm not sure what it is. Probably isn't, um, but um, it just that just like screams Thursday night game for some reason. I think you know it's not because I know. Well, I'm trying to think, actually. Let me see. Let me see. I don't think it is, but um, you're right. That does scream Thursday night. Let me take a look real quick. Oh, it is. It is Zach. Very good. Oh, there you go. <laughs> wow. Very good. Oh, you guys are week two of Thursday night football. Yeah, against uh, Washington. The, the Redskins, okay. No, the football team. The football team, Karen. Oh, that's right. Speaking yeah. of the football team, um, have you guys ever done a Sporkle? Played Sporkle? The what website? Is yeah, is that the sports trivia thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, yeah. It's now turned into, like, you know, everything trivia. But 
I I love doing the sports ones on there. So there's this one on it where it's um it's name you know the six teams um in you know let's say let's go with the NFL because this is the one I'm talking about. Name six teams in the NFL um, that start with this letter, and you have ten seconds to do it. And I I got five out of six on this one, and the one I couldn't get was W. Because I'm just sitting there like W, w like who is W? Uh. And then. And then, you know, the 10 seconds expires. It was Washington football team. I was like, okay, that's such, you know, horse manure. um, Because, like, you think every other team, I'm not saying it's not the Philadelphia Eagles. Like, the E was just the Eagles. Right. So I'm like, ah, it just, that that got me. And I'm like, they need need to get a new name again because. You're going to get a. Look, I was gonna say they're gonna get a new name right when we all start getting comfortable, like saying like football Washington team? football team. Absolutely, one hundred percent. It's like almost like the game they're playing with us. Um, but um, real quick, I was gonna say like just want to talk about our teams real quick, just for fun. I feel like you know we all give ourselves a very human take. And honestly, if there's anyone in the chat that wants us to talk about their team, just give us a shout. We'd love to hear from you. Um, which one of us do we want to go first? Let's, I don't let's, care. Let's go Packers first. I want to hear some Packers talk. Do you? I'm you sure you're off enough. <laughs> you're too kind, Zach. Yeah. Um, what what right. bye week do they got? So we're actually week 13 bye. So, okay. you know, um, here, I'll, I'll pull it up for you real quick. So, i got to get a glass of water here before I go all in here. All right. So I think there's a few takeaways, right? I know I'm overreacting because I think I even said on Monday, like no matter what, good or bad, I'm not taking anything away from the schedule release. I kind of want that back because I really didn't think they were going to max out the the, the, the primetime games and, and obviously have us on Christmas. And basically I feel like every other game is like a 425 game on Fox or CBS. Um, so yeah, it's a tough schedule. I mean, if we, instead of me making this about the Aaron Rodgers drama for once, I'm going to actually make it about something else. Although, oh no, you know, no, we have to do it. Oh, we got rise, rise in the chat talking. Yeah. See, no, I, it's, it's, it's the call and we have to talk about it. Um, I think he's going to be back and that's, and that's kind of, it's perfect timing, Ryan asking the question because I, I think so. And I was saying, you know, to you guys, obviously a little bit before we jumped on the air and last night that it, there's just too much money to be had with all this stuff that like, if I just don't, I mean, I know what the, the, the schedule makers kind of just made it look like, Oh, you know, like we hope he's back. What, what the hell are they going to say? Be like, well, yeah, we actually know more than you guys do. He will be back. And that's why we scheduled it the way it is. Right. Like what the hell are you actually going to say? No. Um, but the reality is I just don't think uh, he's going to get moved. And I think I said this to you, Zach, every single day that goes by the, the possible, I know everyone wants to throw around that, that June 1st day because of the money. Right. The reality is, no, it, it, I just didn't want to get traded. And, and it's just, you keep looking at, uh, yeah, and, and I'm glad you agree with me, Ryan, because I, I, I just think, um, I don't know, it's funny here, real quick. To that point, kind of what I was going to get to is, I feel like most of these guys that are making these comments on, on the media, and you guys can relate to this, are just, like, it's the same take. And then you have folks like John Kuhn, James Jones, like friends of Rogers that play with them. That are speaking otherwise. Yeah, I'll pull actually I'll pull up a clip because I thought what John Coon said yesterday kind of was a very ringing endorsement that Rogers will be back. I, and Aaron and I are friends. I mean, we we spent a decade of our lives together uh, in the same meeting rooms on the same practice field, so we do talk. And uh, quite frankly, this is something that I believe is fixable. He didn't tell me verbatim how to fix it or what necessarily needs to be done, but I do feel deeply in my heart that Aaron Rodgers wants to be a Green Bay Packer. He wants to win another Super Bowl for the Green Bay Packers, and he wants to play football this year. There's just too many layers to this. I don't know. I I obviously could go on a soapbox for forever, but what do you guys think? I mean, I'll I'll feel free. We can obviously talk more about the Packers schedule. I'll I'll give you that quick bullet point sec. My takeaways are, we play all the top six defenses from last year. That's pretty tough. They have a lot of road games in the front of the season. That's pretty tough. Um, it's what it is. Like, yeah, I got an arrowhead. That's tough. But at the same point, like you're supposed to be a good team. So like if you can run the ball and you can play good defense, like I'm not concerned. If you're a good team, you'll still win those games. That's kind of where I'm at with it. Yeah. I mean, and you guys are one of the top offenses too. So, you know, you have that to come to combat those, uh, those defenses. And like you just said about having a lot of road games to start the season, if you think about it, like having that week 13 by, and then if you have a bunch of home games along in that stretch, that could help, you know, just from like a, a rest and just comfort perspective. Uh, but to Aaron Rodgers, yeah, I mean, I think he would be stupid to leave. 
to be honest with you. Because like you have one of the best teams right with you right now, one of the most talented offenses. So why would you give that up? You know, like you're the team with the NFC Championship game two years in a row. So yeah, I think he'll be back. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 tough to go through this kind of stuff. Like we, I just had it with Wentz, but it's so much different when your your quarterback is as elite as Rodgers is. Um, but, it's not easy. <laughs> but the thing I keep coming back to is like, I like the guy has has a, a heavy opinion. Um, you kind of always know what he's thinking. Maybe not at the exact moment. Like, but at some point he'll come out and say like his actual thoughts. He always does. Um, and there's been riffs and all that kind of stuff. But like, I, you have a young coach. You have um, players who, um, like Devontae Adams, had horrible hands his his rookie year. Like, everyone in this organization seems to get better as they grow. Um, so I just feel like it's it's one of those things where he's going to come back and you're going to have another insane year. Um, and it's just if you if you guys learn from the mistakes of last year, like that's that's pretty much what it comes down to. Yeah, I, I think like there's a lot of things like, and it's funny because I know everyone just wants to say like, oh, you'll never find a better place to win than Green Bay. Okay, well, like then you start wandering down this path of like, well, maybe he wants more, maybe he wants this, right? Like, okay, so then you, I'll, I'll tell you, I don't know Aaron Rodgers, but I can tell you this much: I think if I'm a quarterback, and I think if I'm him, he doesn't like getting hit a whole lot. You talk. You saw how much he compliments his line. I mean, just in general, but just how much he kept alluding to the fact how much he enjoyed not being touched last year. And that's how he was able to play at such a high level uh, because his body felt great, right? And I, I, like, so basically, my point is having a line that is has the depth that the Packers do, uh, that has the, the the zone blocking scheme, the success that they have, and the running game too, as well. That kind of takes some pressure off of him. And that pat, like a pass rush that would be after him, he knows in the back of like the media doesn't care about that. People on Twitter don't care about that. He cares about that. Like if you're actually playing the game, you care about those little wrinkles, much like knowing the playbook, knowing the checks, knowing all those things. So like this is not any di- this is not us playing Madden where it's like actually I'm going to quit and change the Broncos and then we'll start playing again. Where it's just like ah oh, the, the the plays are different, you know. But like no, like this is completely different. It's a, it's a much more serious situation. So. Every day, in my opinion, that this this and that's why I think it's losing steam because I think and it's funny how like the whole thing of Schefter coming out and being like, oh yeah, like well there was never really a source that's kind of gathered information and just dropped and it's like, okay, yeah, like he, Thanks, he was the source was him. Um, did I tell you, Chad? He was going to walk it back. He's such a weasel. Yeah, I mean, he really is. Are, Everyone but... acts like his words like the gospel. It's not. He does because I've noticed with him and Rappaport, they both do the same thing where they always walk things back where they'll basically just say like. Da, 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 da. And then, like, when things are wrong, they'll be like, well, that, that's why we said it could be this or it could have been that. But, like, we didn't have all the information at the time. And it's like, so we're reporting what we could have in the most accurate way we could have at the time. It's like, okay, wait, to, like, just. So then people are like, oh, yeah, they're always accurate. I'm like, no, they're not. No, they're not. It's certainly not about the Packers. So I guarantee they, like, if there's a team that they're normally wrong about, it's a team like that. Yeah. Sorry. Man, it's, no, it's, an, it's annoying. And, yeah. like, and you, like, especially in this day and age, like, it seems weird to say, but, like, Adam Schefter does that, and then people like us have to deal with all of our friends sending us that same tweet like 400 times. And if it, if it doesn't mean anything, it, it's just like I have to sit there and be like, no, you're wrong. And then they're like, well, it's Adam Schefter. And I'm like, okay, well, Adam Schefter's wrong. And they're like, you're, like, you're crazy. And I'm like, no, you're wrong. Uh, no, I'm like, I'm not crazy. Like, he's crazy. But like, okay, like, I'll let you win this. <laughs> right, right. And they're just like, so you're telling me that you're right and Adam Schefter's wrong. And you're just yeah. like, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm saying that. You might twist my arm that way, but that's not what I'm actually saying. I'm just more saying that I don't think he's right. Like, I don't know. Oh. Insane. It's like the Joe Giulio effect. Like, if you, if you throw 500 things at the wall and I call you crazy all 500 times, then, like, the five times that it sticks, like, everyone's like, well, you see, like, he's right. And I'm like, Okay, like I'm right. Another four. I am. I'm right. The other four hundred ninety-five times. <laughs> it's no. It's ridiculous, and it's it's funny because that always just jives into the point of like the like. It's you know it's funny, and I know Zach. Like it's fun. I'm always tying this all together. So I, it it kind of goes to that point we were talking about Monday with like the Eagles and Giants, where it was like, oh, I hope they play Week One. It's like, what does it matter? It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. It's like too early. I mean, actually, at that point, you guys want to which one? Do you guys want to go first? We'll look at you guys. I don't care. Zach? Uh, Chad, you can go. Okay. 
Um, so here's here's my 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 May outlook. It's uh, I think the offense is all right. I think um, I think Jalen Hurts is is good enough um, of a decision maker um, to lead an NFL offense and uh, has been. Putting like not just putting in the work, as in like you know, I see videos of him working out. Like that's basically every athlete in this day and age. Like so you're going to see him working out as they should be. Um, but he has, um, you know, t- had talks with Sirianni. Um, has a you know basic understanding of the playbook and has been working with his wide receiving core um, on, on you know having them you know get some of these nuances into their brains. Um, so I think we're going to be okay in that perspective on offense. Like, you know, Miles Sanders and our entire running back core, to be honest, is, is, is pretty good. So um, I have no concerns there. The offensive line is back and, and healthy. Um, if Dickerson can play it all this year, I, I, I don't know how, bad, how much that injury will affect him into the season. Um, Howie, Howie and uh, Lurie have not given us an accurate depiction on, on what his role is going to be so far this year. But uh, if he's if he's healthy, he's a great backup opportunity for, for whenever one of these guys goes down throughout the season. Um, but, like, I already think we have a good line, which is which is nice to have on that offense. Um, so offensively, I think we're going to be one of those teams that puts up, you know, 20 points a game, um, maybe a little bit more, um, you know, depending on the game. But I just think our overall problem is, is going to be um, our defense. Like, um, if, you, if you go talk to somebody on the street and ask them to name, you know, five people on the Eagles defense next year, like, they're going to struggle beyond Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Darius Slay, um, just because, like, the names aren't there anymore. Like, Alex Singleton, he's, he's really good at tackling. Um, I, I don't know if it was Doug um, if it was our, our uh, if it was Jim Schwartz that wasn't playing him um, as much as he should have last year, or if there is a deficiency that we just don't see because the man makes every tackle, right? Um, so his playing time is probably going to go up. Uh, Rodney McLeod's back, like you know, he's going to be the anchor of the defense. But like other than that, it's a bunch of young guys. It's a bunch of young guys playing for us this year on on the defensive end. So I I really think it's going to be a tough one um or i mean or they could show out and 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 you know be a top 15 defense which would which would make us you know a 500 team or a little bit better um i just don't think it's going to go that way i think the defense is going to be our achilles heel um and we're going to lose games like 24 to 21 28 to 17 um, like just you know close games like within yeah, those within, aren't fun those one o'clock games you're just like yeah, yeah, like it's. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be more enjoyable to watch than last year, even if we're not a good team, um, record wise. But I just, I just don't see our defense having enough firepower to compete with some of these offenses. I think one thing with the Eagles, like I feel like I, I say this every year because I genuinely feel this way, is like I feel like you guys are always the yes scare me every year is what I'm trying to say. But I feel like this year, like the general like sports media, I feel like you they're kind of being overlooked a little bit. You know, yeah. I think I think a lot of people are talking about like, oh, the Giants got this, the Cowboys, that's healthy now. Oh, and don't forget Washington with their defense. It's like no one says anything about the Eagles. And it's like, you know, Jalen Hurts has the tools, I think, to be to be very good. You know, obviously he still hasn't like fully proved himself yet, but he showed flashes. So yeah. I feel like what you guys have going for you also is like you can have that chip on the players have their, their chip on that shoulder that you know no one's talking about us like you know and they're gonna go out and they can go out there and prove everybody wrong. <laughs> the crazy thing about that is I, I like the, I gave up the underdog thing. Um, I guess I mean 2018 I was saying a lot still, but like you know at a certain point you got to give up the stuff for the guy into the Super Bowl. Um, but a lot of the key cogs in like being like the supporters of the underdog mentality are st- still on the team. Like Lane Johnson's still there. Brandon Graham's still there. Fletcher Cox is still there. Um, so uh, <laughs> it's going to be funny seeing them with, with that, you know, kind of energy again. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you're right. Like just everyone's overlooking us, but I really, I, I, a lot of times you'll hear me argue and say that, you know, these media people are wrong. I, I don't think it's the wrong thing to overlook the team right now just because there's so many question marks. Like the head coach, the rest of the coaching staff beyond, beyond the head coach, the defense, 
And then even the offense, like, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm saying Devonta Smith is going to be good. Um, and then the other wide receivers are going to be okay. And Dallas Goddard is going to play well, but who the hell knows? Like they could, Smith could be another bust. Like, and that's just the reality of the NFL is you have to wait and see what happens. I think one thing that also, and not to just hype the Eagles off because obviously I'm a Giants fan, but um, is because that coaching staff is so unknown. That's also there's no there's no tape on and how Sirianni likes to call a game, you know. So that's also an advantage, mm-hmm. especially in that first half of the season. Yeah, no, for yeah. sure. I just had it too. I think your division's tough. Like it's funny because I looked at mm-hmm. both, and it's funny. It's like almost like a perfect way, like kind of merging with the Giants because I, I looked at both you guys before we jumped on the show, and I was just like, damn, like. Mm. It's just the teams you're playing. It doesn't really matter if they're home or like any game you play in the NFC East. I think it's going to be tough, right? Like I don't know. I just think it will be in general. And then what? You guys have the AFC West. Okay, that's not a, that's yeah. not a walk in the park. Yeah. Yep. And it's like okay. And then you got uh the it was the AFC East or the NFC South. Yep. That's also not a walk in the park. <laughs> so it's just like oh that's fun. <laughs> Because I, I literally just went through that. I went through the South last year and then the West two years ago in the AFC. So it's like... And and if you want to make it even even less fun, um, we both play Brady on primetime, so... <laughs> yeah, that's not good. <laughs> like, it's not even like we get him, like, you know, the 1 o'clock where he's still waking up a little hungover. Like, we're, we're getting him no. when, he, when he's ready to go. No, yeah, that's not good. I mean, now, let me, actually, let me pull up the giant schedule real quick. Is... Zach, you're an optimistic person. What were you feeling when you looked at the old G-Men schedule this year? Well, I was bringing up one point real quick. Is oh, go for we, it. Yeah, we, yeah. we talked about this on Monday about how you know all these divisional games in the beginning and then at the end of the season. So when I look at the Giants' schedule, we only have two divisional games before our Week 10 bye. And then four of our last eight games are divisional game, which which, which I like because I think that goes mm-hmm. to what we were talking about, how we want to see it be more meaningful. That's interrupting. Really, doesn't Washington have like five straight to close the season out or something like that? I've, it's a record, no, whatever it is. I'm pretty sure Washington. It's only in your in your, in your uh, division. I'm pretty sure Washington is five to close the year out. Wow. And, and the other one is week two. Yeah, against us, so, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, they go from so week, week week two playing one of them, and then they have nobody in the division. That's the wild. Let me double check that. But but sorry, Zach, I mean to cut you off there. Yeah. No, you're fine. And then yeah, the other thing that kind of worries me, I guess, with our I, overall, I like our schedule. I like the opponents we have. And, you know, the primetime stuff is cool and everything. But when I look at our last nine games, we only only three of them are at home. Like, six of our last nine games are away, which is pretty – like, we go bye week, then we have an away game, which is fine because we're coming off a bye. But then we're home, two away, home, two away, and then home. So, I, you know, I feel like that could be a little bit of a disadvantage. But at the same point, I kind of like our, opponent, our opponents and the way that it's shaped out. So, hopefully – and the other thing is, is we're not really traveling super far. I think the furthest we travel, well, okay, we travel to Los Angeles, but besides that, I'm looking and everything is, everything is Eastern time zone, except for I think two or three are Central time zone. So we're not like it's not like we're all over like going to Seattle, L.A., San Fran, you know, Arizona, whatever. So when you look at it from that perspective, it's not super, it's not as horrible as it looks to me. Um, yeah, yeah. But overall, like from a team perspective, you know, there was. Something interesting I saw uh, one of the Giants beat writers posted. So some quarterback matchups that against the Giants this year. We have Drew like Drew Locke, <laughs> Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick twice, you know, if he still is the quarterback there, whatever that situation. Jameis Winston, Sam Darnold, Derek Carr, Tua, Justin Fields, and uh, they listed Jalen Hurts too, more so from like we still haven't seen much from him yet perspective. So like, and that's I think eleven total games is those two because we play Fitzpatrick twice and Hurts twice. So and this person was saying they were like, if Jones can just be like slightly better or just the same as those quarterbacks, <laughs> we should be able to maybe be a playoff team, you know. So when you look at it from that perspective, there's a lot of opportunity this season for us. It's really going to come down to to Jones as it always does, and you know, so, good point. I mean, just in general, the quarterback matchups. No, and I agree. I mean, I think it's funny because my note for you, Zach, was um, – actually, no, this is my menu thing for you. Do I just do the menu because it's football-related now? We can just kind of mix it up and just jump in? Sure. All right, so I'll – we're going – spoiler alert, Zach has to do the Giants and Daniel Jones, if you, uh, can, if you can guess. Are you ordering this off the menu, right? This is Daniel Jones' make or break here. There's absolutely no excuses one way or the other, like basically after this year, no matter, and I like blank check, right? Like, like no matter how this goes, 
you'll be able to answer the question, yes, he is our guy or he's not after this year. Yeah, I'm ordering that five times in a row. Keep it coming, buffet style. I mean, <laughs> seriously, like, yeah, absolutely, this is his make or break year. Yeah, I don't think there's any more excuses now. So, well, what, he what if flashes, I was like, but he, yeah, he what if I said the line together. needs more time to gel? They're young. Like, I mean, no, 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 no I can't, I can't do that. No. So this is this is what his third season. So he he showed a lot of potential, but. uh you know, he needs to. It's the same conversation. He needs to stop with the ridiculous fumbles in the pocket, the turnovers, the lack of awareness in the pocket. So he's got the tools there. And I mean, everyone, like I know our Giants group chat is concerned about our offensive line. But, but I mean, I'm, I'm personally not super concerned because think about it. It's a second year together with a with the same unit or the majority of the same unit. Some, some, you know, some cohesiveness there, some getting used to each other. You know, I, I don't know, some more experience. So, I don't think there's any excuses for sure. I think this is absolutely a make or break season for him. You got anything out there, Chad? I agree. <laughs> no, yeah. I no, I, 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 it, if you keep on making or having the amount of turnovers that he does as a quarterback, like it, it just, you have to push the, the, the escape button. And, and if he goes and plays out of his mind somewhere else, so be it. But to like, just, when you're when you're at the opponent's thirty yard line and he drops back and and lets the ball like fall out of his hands and he's barely touched like it's that's tough like he just went on a whole drive to get down there and then more than likely they're going to have you know good field position going the other way and it can lead to points so like it's 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 not great when you have a, a quarterback that 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 causes the turnover so um, I think I think if he like. If he goes out there and um, has, you know, just like an average season, like statistically as, as in like, you know, passing yards and touchdowns, but gets his, his turnovers down by like, you know, 6 to 10, I think we're having a different conversation because we're kind of like, okay, well, the improvement came on. He didn't turn the ball over as much. Like, and, and, and then you can go from there. But if, if he has the same amount of turnovers he has, he's had in year one and two, like absolutely not. Yeah, completely agree. Yeah, that's where I'm at. We, we talked about that stat was a few weeks ago. What was it like that they're four and seventeen or something when he turns the ball over one plus times a game? And I'm like, well, that, he's up to like twenty seven games. That's like twenty one out of twenty seven games. He's like done that. Like that's mm. horrifying. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can blame Evan Ingram for a couple drops he's had, but like I can blame Daniel Jones for a lot more for turnovers that he's had that single handedly cost us the game. So well, yeah, he he reminds you right now of a guy at the plate that's here hitting a home run striking out. Which like, and you're just like, I need to see a guy who can just hit some singles. Yeah, like, I, I like his athleticism and what what he has shown, you know. Um, but yeah, I just need to see that. I need to see that step with like like Chad said. If you put up Alex Smith or like Ryan Fitzpatrick's type numbers, just limit the turnovers. I'm I'm happy with that. I can deal with it. I mean, I'm not calling the Giants the Buccaneers, but think about right. the Bucks, like. They went from Jameis Winston, who was exactly what Karen just said, the, the home run hitter um, or the strikeout guy. Um, <laughs> and everyone would always say, like, dude, they got some really good wide receivers down there. Like, the offensive line's good. Um, the defense is, is actually kind of, like, okay, too. But they're just always on the field because Jameis has turned the ball over nonstop. Um, and then you bring Brady in at the, at the end of his career – who can barely throw the ball more than 40 yards, but is the most accurate guy of all time. Um, and all of a sudden they win a Super Bowl. So like it, it, it really, this league comes down to like, they, like Kieran started the show by saying sometimes these games come down to a play or, you know, a sequence of plays, not sometimes a lot of times. Um, so when, you know, there's unforced errors and they result in a turnover, like it's just never good. Yeah, no, I, I, it's it's going to be interesting, I think, just in, like I, I look at the Giants' schedule, I'm like, you just got to start playing well. You can't do this thing again where you're like you're like two and six or something where it's just like, oh, you know, like or three and five or whatever. Um, all right, but to that point, let's, excuse me, let's keep it to the, let's keep it to the, the NFC East here, Chad. Mm-hmm. Are you ordering off the menu that it was disrespectful that the Eagles only got two primetime games with the caveat, right, that like it's almost like – all the rest, the restaurant just gave you water. They didn't even give you the bread. No, like you know, they, well, they didn't even give you the bread. That's it. Water and bread. That was it. Like Thursday night, Monday night. Like, yeah, you have to play one of them. Like, right? Like everyone plays a Monday night game. Everyone pretty much plays like a uh, Thursday night. Well, I think it's vice versa. Everyone plays a Thursday night game, but then I think everyone's supposed to play Monday night, if I remember correctly. Yeah. 
so it's like congratulations like you got your sticker like with everyone else like in, in class like that's it like then once the minute it started actually getting to like okay then like we'll have more people do this like you're you're left out in the cold was that disrespectful i i don't think so um i think uh they got a lot of flack last year um with these nfc east games being on prime time nonstop, and like for the entire world that wasn't an nfc east fan like all the games were were horrendous um I mean, they were all close. It was crazy. Like, they would all come down to the wire. Um, but it would be coming down to the wire because each team had four turnovers. Um, and it just looked bad. It, 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 it was not a good look for the NFL. Um, I think that's what you, you deserve. Um, you, you have a bad season. Uh, everyone thinks your GM is the worst GM in all of sports. Um, fires the coach. The quarterback's gone. Like, there's a lot of uncertainty um, so I, I don't mind the decision at all, but what I will say is like the Eagles start hot, like they're going to get more primetime games. Like that's just part of the good thing about, you know, the market, the Philadelphia market is whenever they're good, like the games are going to come, like they'll, they'll kick some other people off. Um, which is, I'm fine with like, if, if, if we're good enough, we're going to have more primetime games. If we're not, they'll keep the same schedule this year. Yeah, I mean, how many times have we seen, you know, teams get flexed later in the season because of reasons, like you said, Chad, you get, you get a team who's on a hot streak that you never, you didn't think would be, and they just switch, do the old switcheroo, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny, Zach, you mentioned a special that I'm looking at on the menu myself right now that I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of ordering. I'm not sure yet. Maybe yes, I thought, of, help I thought of a little appetizer to ask you. Oh, for please, your, please. I'm, I'm all, for I'm, both of you, actually. I got, I got appetizers for both of you. Oh, I, I'm wow. Real quick, what is your go-to appetizer? Just out of curiosity. Mod oh, six. That's a good uh, one. That was one of my first ones I thought of, and uh, Calamar is good too. Yeah, yeah. Some Isn't that the starting Calamari. quarterback according to Keith Talib for the Cardinals? Calamari. Calamari. Uh, yeah. Remember that with Keith Talib was the was doing the Eagles uh, Cardinals <laughs> game. Calamari. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Calamari. Calamari. Yeah. Really, really, oh my like, god, that was like the worst. Calamari, like. Uh, <laughs> that was anyway. the worst ever. That was a rough broadcast. Um, I, like potato skins calamari. are underrated, by the way. Uh, and that's sorry, but but go ahead. But, but I'm I'm interested now. I, I like appetizers. Yeah, so we can keep this one short. But uh, oh, no, all right. So for, for so for Kieran, so are you ordering off the menu that all the off season drama with Aaron Rodgers will essentially hurt Green Bay's chances because it's too much of a distraction heading into the season? Like, will it affect the team in a in a negative way? No, and I actually think I'll take a staple out of. It depends on how it shakes out. If it shakes out the way I think it will, where he's going to be back. Uh, look at this. Shout out some, you know, they got some good vibes from Spain in the chat. Look at that. Oh, Talking nice. some football. Yeah, we got the yeah, idea. Hey, go. uh, th- there's a Spanish uh, team that knocked out Arsenal in the Europa League. That that pissed me off. But um, <laughs> that, that's an Arsenal problem. That's not a Spain. I'd love to go to Spain. But anyway, mm. not to dodge the question. So I, I think it goes back to what you were talking about a few weeks ago, how you were saying, like, not that I think this is the plan, but I, but how you were saying you think that like maybe this was partially to get over these NFC championship hangovers. I think if anything, that's all it's going to be. It's no different. It's like think of it's like this: you're 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 a freshman in college, a sophomore in college, right? And you go to a party at Penn State Berks, and it's an apartment party, and then the, 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 the lights are out, and then the strobe lights going, and then the Teddy Brewskis are flowing, and then all of a sudden there's like the like the bang 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 bang, and like the, it's like officer, oh, like the lights come on, and it's just like yeah, you know, and everyone's like shh, like right. Oh, yeah. I'm sure, you've experienced that once or twice at Penn State Berks, right? The whole getup. Good times. Um, oh yeah, great times, right? Actually, I never, I've never actually been to that campus before, um, but I've heard stories. Well, right? nice though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but to that point, it's right. Like, and then. Once they leave, it's just like maybe you weren't even having that much fun at the party beforehand, but now it's just everyone's like, yo, like let's have a good time now. It's like that's my hope. Mm. Right? Like, I don't okay. know. That's kind of where I'm at with it. I like that. Yeah. Do you want me to ask Chad's appetizer? Oh, or do you want to please, go? On your, please, please, I love course? it. Yeah. No. All right. So I, I want to get your opinion. Uh so carry carry on Johnson mm-hmm. will free up the Eagles offense and be a huge, uh, I guess just a huge playmaker slash just benefit for the offense this year. Um I would say uh, I would. I'm gonna instead of ordering that appetizer, I'm gonna get the sampler um, because I really feel like that's what our our backup running backs are gonna be. It's gonna be Boston Scott, Carryon Johnson, 
um, and Jordan Howard. Like, it, I mean, maybe one of them gets cut in camp, um, and that, that's just the lowest on the totem pole. But, like, Miles Sanders is going to be a consistent guy uh, getting all the touches. Boston Scott, like, we've seen him play a role the past two seasons where he's just that little energizer bunny. Um, and he doesn't have it every game, but when he does have it, like, he's, he's pretty electric in, in his, like, small amount of touches. Um, and then having somebody like Carrion or Jordan Howard who can just run through the tackles. Like, like Carrion Johnson, like, I, uh, I forget exactly what the stat was, but it was, like, his rookie year, um, he was averaging, like, 4.7 yards through the tackles, like, per carry. Like, that's, that's something you lack with Miles Sanders, who likes to get on the outsides and, and, and find open space. Um, so I, I think we're going sampler on this one and, and that it's, we have a really good starting running back and, and I think we have a couple guys that can just fill some holes, um, uh, to be their, his backup. Also, I was looking at the chats. We've got to find a way to get, uh, some subtitles in here, um, for, for the audience. Cause especially what a world that would be for technology on Facebook, on Facebook. You can, I can. Yeah. Yeah. Also on Facebook. Also, uh, Joe G with a little uh, Sam Rogers is a bigger diva than OBJ. I, it's just Ooh. oh, that's like that's what, what what is this hockey, Joe? Where it's like you know you're slapping at my skates. Like, do you want to go? You want to go right now? It's like, and I'm just like, I don't want to go. Like, I'm tired. We've been the Flyers. I haven't won tonight. Like, I don't want to go right now. Like, <laughs> oh. um, uh, it's funny. Oh, well, you know, it's funny. Hey, remember when you? Can I, can I tease you for a second, Zach? I love you, but go I remember speaking of the Packers, and I believe we were sitting like right in this. Right section uh, at the church and you told me that obj was going to be better than jerry rice when it was all said and done i said that yeah you said he was the, the best you said he was the best wide receiver and he would be the best wide receiver and i was like even better than jerry rice you said he, he would be uh dude he had a hell of a catch on the back of that end he zone. did i will say that, that, was, that was a great that was like an orenzo that was a great catch but that was uh, i must best. have had one too many new glarises that night no i i I didn't. I mean, I, I where you were going with it wasn't wrong. I actually think, if anything, you just basically said if he just gets it together, he'll he could get to that point. Which who's to say he would? It's hard. It's hard. He's a he's a weird. It's a weird case. He's like in that juju realm where it's like he's got enough of personality to keep him relevant regardless of what he's doing. And and um oh yeah, we're dropping the gloves. Well, here's the thing with the Rogers. I don't think I don't think Rogers is a diva. See, look at this. I'm like going like I'm getting sidetracked now. I'm like crisscrossing. It's like someone's just spilling like coffee over my keyboard. Um. All right, well, I can regroup. I think he has been a little bit of a diva, but nothing tops OBJ. I see. I think it's it's so. See to me, like I don't know who leaked what, how it got leaked, when it got leaked, what's actually going on. I don't know. Um. Anyway, with I, I know I was just busting your chops with OBJ. No, it's all right. That was a hell of a catch, though. I I do remember that. I was just like. Yeah, what was the score? Like 38-17? No, no, because do you remember I literally <laughs> said, I was like, so help me God if they fumble on this next drive. And then James Starks literally fumbled, and thank God we recovered it. But I just heard, like, my heart just, like, sank. It was just, like... Remember the the one guy we sat next to? Because Bobby Rainey was on the Giants at that time, and the guy we sat next to played with him in college. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. Like, I was like, oh, he sucks or whatever. And then I think the guy next to me said something. He's like, like, yeah, I played at Western Kentucky with him or whatever. I was like, oh, oh, that's cool, man. <laughs> yeah, he's not that bad. Like, Yeah, he's not that bad. <laughs> emotional. God. I'm trying to think. Uh, we had some adventures. Yeah, to that point, is there any, any road games you guys are looking at or any venue in particular? Uh, actually, no, hold, let's go to the chat real quick here. What, what is your opinion on Tyreek Hill? Wait, what? We're going into the chat here. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. What's um? What's your opinion about Tyreek Hill? But in a like, like, like his. I'm trying to put words. Probably just like in the realm like of like ability. You know, actually, his ability? Are we talking about his ability? Or are we talking about like his off the field antics? I'm that's a really good question. The question. I mean, really, yeah, it's, it's, that's there's, there's a lot to, there's there's a lot to there like on the field, I think he, he's a really great player, and like his speed is always going to be there. But like off the field, like he's not really the greatest person. No, <laughs> I think that's that's fair. Now, I think I almost now let me add it in because I I would almost argue. Let me I'm not gonna say who's your top five wide receivers, but it's just like. Give me three you love. Is he in that conversation? Top three? Yeah, is that like a fun like? Um, I think it's Devonte. 
Julio and him. Like I, 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 or DeAndre Hopkins. Dude, I don't. DeAndre Hopkins would slide would be the one that would slide in over him. Mm. But I don't. I'm not a big Michael Thomas guy. Um, and I'm I'm also not a big. Um, why is the name erase uh, slipping from my memory right now? Um, uh, DK Metcalf guy. I, I think he's I think he's very good and very skilled. Um, but I, I, I don't think he's on. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of names. Like, you can keep throwing the names out there. I just I just think that the like the stuff that Tyree Kill can do on a football field is like Antonio Brown, Pittsburgh Steeler type things. To me. Like he is just really quick, like he finds that open space, and it almost seems like any time the Chiefs need a touchdown or need a big play, like he's making that play. Um, well, I, I think the biggest thing, because it's interesting, when you look at all these points about like receivers, and the pack, it doesn't matter who it is, what team, you're only as good as your line. I, I truly mm-hmm. believe. It's almost like a fisherman's only as good as like the bait they use, the rod they use, like whatever water they're actually fishing in. That's kind yeah. of how I feel like with wide receivers. It's like that's the fish to rod connection, the quarterback to wide receiver, but all those other variables around it are what make that connection actually go, right? Like the water in the and like, you know, the body of water you're fishing in. It's like that like that's that's my analogy for a night. <laughs> nice. It's true. That uh, makes sense, yeah. The wide receivers cannot get open if the line doesn't give the quarterback, you know, four seconds to throw the ball. No, it's it, I mean, I saw it with the Packers last year, obviously, then it's the championship game. Um, but, but yeah, no, I, I think it's just fun talking about because I was saying to Joe, too, like, it's it's real now, right? Like, you see the games and the, uh, the games in the calendar. It's like you can kind of, like, it's it's real. Yeah. yeah. Is there any game? Buy tickets. Here? Sorry, go ahead, Jeff. No, I was just saying you can buy tickets, like, that kind of stuff. Like, you get excited. Are there any games you guys are, like, planning on going to, whether it's an away game or home game, like, that really sticks out to you? I'm going to be at the home opener and that's um, I know everybody's saying it, but like it's for me personally, like the, with my schedule I had um, with my old job and just not being able to have weekends available, um, especially during football season. Um, I just have not been able to enjoy the tailgating experience that a lot of us get to have in our, you know, twenties, thirties. Uh, and, and I mean, Eagles fans, you know, their whole lives, but um, I just I, I want to get down there. I haven't been down there in a while, um, and it's 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 like I have to be there for that game. Yeah, I mean, from a road perspective, Baltimore is a stone's throw away from us, obviously in southeastern Pennsylvania. So I'll try to probably see that one um, in December, and then uh, probably go try to go out to Arrowhead, see the KC crew for for that one, um, and then yeah, obviously pick a game up at the old church, you know. Yeah, I would get to live. Oh yeah, I would. It's fine. I would love to. Well, especially now with everything going on, it's like you want to try to see as many games kind of as possible before like this the stint might run out. So um, yeah, no, I gotta look. Uh, the Lions game we ran out of the gate chat. It's why you were saying that because I was kind of thinking of the same thing. It's like this is probably just wants to be there that first game just because like this is doing some magic in the air with the full full service at the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you know it was funny yesterday. Um, when it came out that, like, officially came out that the NFL is expecting to have 100% capacity and um, uh, something like something had like leaked um, that the city of Philadelphia wasn't going to allow tailgating, and I was just like, yeah, okay, like <laughs> we're going to go through the whole summer of everything being open, and they're going to tell Eagles fans they can't tailgate, like, okay. And then today, uh, stuff actually dropped for the Phillies that you know June 12th is when the, the Philly stadiums go on 100% capacity and literally included in the statement was like 100% capacity and tailgating. And I was like, yeah, okay, so yeah, I, I was right. Like, there's <laughs> no way. <laughs> By the way, I feel so bad our accents. I'm like looking at the chats. This is great. Oh, I love the, 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 the international connection we got cooking here. Um, but it's, it's just great. I love, I love the chat. The chat's always great every night. At least always the fun connections. And it's, but we definitely, as Philadelphians, if you will, I know Zach, you have the New York stuff on, so you don't really want to be associated in that category. But unfortunately, if we're saying like water and, you know, chocolate and all and Gaffin, then you, we're kind of all on that, that boat. Uh, did you see this SNL skit? 
Oh no, which one? People were freaking out over it. I thought it was great. It was uh it was um the Mayor of East Town, is that what that show is called? I think it is. Yeah, thanks. Um, so. It was a spoof off of that, um, and it was just like a. Oh, uh, uh, was um, this? Wait, hold on. Did you hear? I'm sorry. No, actually, keep going. I, but I'm wrong. Sorry. Well, it was. It was. It was just like um, you know, uh, it's like a five minute video um, of all the characters from the show in like a, uh, a spoof in in Delco. So they all had Delco accents, and everyone was, like, mad that they didn't get the Delco accent right, which, I mean, it wasn't 100%, but it was pretty damn good. Um, but it's, it's a murder thing, so, like, they're just like, he murdered my daughter. Like, and that thing, the whole thing kept on going, like, my daughter had a daughter, and he murdered my daughter. <laughs> it was so great. I was, I was cracking up. Did you hear me? Was it Mina Kimes or whatever from ESPN? She tried doing it? Uh, no, was it bad? It's like here's a chalkboard. Here's like, like just the nails, like all over it. It was just like. Well, what we need to do is we need to get Fitz back on the show one of these days and just get him to imitate the uh, your future wife that he always says you're gonna oh have. Oh my god. <laughs> Jack, have you ever heard this? Mm-hmm. So Fitz is convinced Kieran's future wife is gonna be from Delco, um, and just like just be screaming at at Kieran on Sundays, be like. You know, your daughters, and he always uses words. Yeah, that you feel like your yeah. father's a Packers fan. Your, father, like, yeah, your father's a Packers fan. We're going to be watching the birds, but. Let's <laughs> go to Wawa, getting hoagies. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's that for, real quick? Any, any good action on the weekend uh, coming up here, Zach? Well, I have the Byron Nelson for the uh, old PGA Tour, which is a pretty big tournament in Texas, and then uh, that leads us right into the PGA Championship next week. So There we go. I love it. Um, I think we have. Give me one sec here. And real quick, do you guys know anything about Spanish soccer? So is it Val- Valeria? I believe so. I'm an Arsenal fan. Uh, yeah, we have we have a big, uh, big Formula One race. Um, oh, Preakness coming so, up. Coming dude, up. You and your Formula One all of a sudden, Chad. This is funny. Go. I like this. The 23rd. Watch out, Monaco. They literally race through the streets of Monaco. That's cool. That's, that's I'm a little chop on the way there. You're gonna get me in. You're gonna get me into this. Yeah, cool. I mean, Zach, this is this is a sport that I feel like I I thought you were a fan of. Yeah, but it's it's great. Perfect. All right, so we need to get Atletico de Madrid. By the way, that should be our team first. Do we, do we have a, a a Spanish soccer team yet? Huh? Atletico de Madrid. Let's do that. Let's, Let's do, do it. That. I just wrote it down. We're in. Yeah, I'm gonna write that down myself. Just like the Lote Giants. Yeah, you know what you know. That was, that was a year ago when we started pulling for those guys. Is their season starting up soon? No clue. <laughs> Come on now, Alexa. When did the Lote Giants start their season? Yeah, it's okay. Alexa, who does Atletico de Madrid play next? All right, we got a twelve thirty assignment Sunday. Be there. Let's yeah. add that to the list, boys. For perfect. Let's go. Yeah, we uh, got this. We'll have that in Monday's show. We'll have some notes. And I, yeah, so that's it. That's that's gonna be the squad. Then I th- I think about yeah. So that's who we're supporting. So we're gonna support uh, Atletico de Madrid. Perfect. Let's do it. That's our. Let's do it. Yeah, that'll be our our La Liga team. Let's do it. Nice. He's like, I, they're playing. I saw it on FanDuel. <laughs> I love it. Um, all right, real quick, before um, before we wrap things up, so anyone that was uh, looking to see uh, – uh, oh, well, it could be champion on Sunday, guys. Oh, big game. Big uh, match. Big game. Huge game. This is, big match. This is bandwagon action for us. This is what it's all about. <laughs> um, and real quick, uh, I guess this is – I should probably fix the graphic. Next week, Myra Mixon uh, – We'll hopefully be joining us. But like I said, we're gonna we'll stick to social media and we'll give you updates on when uh, he'll be joining us. But to that point, if you want to check us out on Spotify and iTunes uh, for all the audio episodes, you can social media. It's Instagram and Twitter. It's at underscore get sidetracked, uh, and then our Reddit or sorry, our slash side uh, the r slash get sidetracked is the Reddit uh, page. And then make sure you visit our website www.get-sidetracked.com. Um, oh, thank you so much. And this is great. Uh, the chat is great tonight. Um, I'm trying. Is it? Uh, 
Zalo MX, I think that's, I'm awful with reading the different names and I, I feel so bad. That's why I just try to, you know, I, I, I should have done a better job learning how to read as a kid, actually. I really think that was something I, I really didn't manage as well. You know, my literacy <laughs> skills, I know, phonics, I, I, I half-ass. Um, I, I wanted to go to the analogy part, though. It's like, you know, light is to matches as like water is to sink. Like, you know, but whatever. All right, anyway. Uh, follow and subscribe to us on Twitch. <laughs> follow the hearts and left, subscribe to the right. Um, and then make sure you check us out on YouTube. Uh, highlights, interviews, all sorts of cool stuff as well. Um, on the YouTube channel, it's free to subscribe. Um, and if you're really feeling the love, uh, you can always go uh, you know, to the Sunshack store. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love this. Yeah, we're going to yeah, see what we're going to learn. We'll... we'll We'll supply some some tactics on the on the uh, the NFL fronts, and then you guys can help us out with uh, with the Spanish soccer. See this? This is big. Twelve thirty. We should all bet on them. By the way, that's that's what we should really do. Let's do it. I'm down. That's how that's how I became an Arsenal fan. So yeah, um, awesome. All right, but also so to that point, we're gonna wrap things up here. Um, Zach, I know you got some work to do. So I want to think this is a lot of fun. We got this is great. We had a lot a lot of folks, um, you know, watching tonight. We had a lot of fun. So. Uh, we'll be back in the living room Monday at 8 o'clock or 7 o'clock. I don't know why the hell I said 8 o'clock. I feel like softball. Um, but like I said, check us out on social media for all the cool stuff for updates. Um, and, yeah, we hope everyone has an awesome weekend. And we'll see everyone in the living room back here at 7 o'clock on Monday.